You're listening to Soul Roadmap, episode number 17. Welcome to Soul Roadmap Podcast. Each week, you'll hear strategies and inspiration to take action and live life better. Hi, I'm Dina Cataldo, lawyer, coach, and entrepreneur. This podcast is your roadmap to creating more success in your life, business, and relationships. Let's get started. Hello there. So yesterday, I had a really difficult conversation with someone who was at one point extremely important in my life. It was one of those conversations that's heart-wrenching, but you know you have to have it. And I thought about how difficult or even impossible it would have been for me to have this conversation even three years ago. And that in part has to do with what I'm going to talk with you about today. I'm talking about buffering, how it can take over your life if you let it, and how to work past it to get at the good stuff in your life, to really lead a fulfilling life. I'll explain what it is in just a minute. But I wanted to let you know that being aware of my buffering behaviors really helped me stay present in this painful conversation and stay true to the boundaries that I needed to create for myself. Reflecting on the way I handled our talk, I can still see where there's room for improvement. I am not perfect, but I think I did a pretty darn good job of navigating it. And I learned a lot for the next time I have a difficult conversation with someone, which I hope isn't for a long time because they're pretty exhausting. So what is buffering? My definition of buffering is that it's a temporary fix to a negative emotion. It creates a false sense of happiness that leads to a negative consequence. Examples of buffering can include overworking, overexercising, overeating, jumping from relationship to relationship. That's over-relationshiping, I guess, and <laughs> reaching for our phone over and over again, excessive shopping, binge-watching Netflix, And in this episode, I'm going to walk you through more examples and how to figure out if you're buffering and what you can do about it. Now, keep in mind, the reason these behaviors are quote-unquote overworking or considered excessive and considered buffering is because they lead to negative consequences. If your shopping doesn't lead to debt and guilty feelings or using shopping to avoid something important to you that you need to address, then that isn't buffering. Buffering is something that most of us do unconsciously, which is why I wanted to bring your attention to it today. I want to bring attention to how buffering can be hurting us and our relationships with others and preventing us from doing the difficult things in our lives that we have to do to make it better. Each of us must cultivate an awareness of when we're doing it. I actually first heard this term used by Brooke Castillo, who has a fabulous podcast called The Life Coach School. Totally check that out. One way I think I've cultivated that awareness is by practicing meditation. Meditation requires you to sit still. Since most humans have a difficult time sitting still for any length of time, Sitting still brings up emotions. That fidgeting is actually a form of buffering, FYI. To meditate for any length of time, you're taught to notice those emotions and release them. 
my theory is that the noticing of the emotions that comes up during meditation allows us to then address them after we meditate. We can do that by journaling or talking it out with a trusted friend. If you don't already have a meditation practice, I recorded five short meditations to let you see what kind of meditation might feel best for you. There's lots of different ones, but these are a sampling of ones you may have heard of before, and you can get them in the show notes at dinacataldo.com forward slash episode 17. Buffering is the act of making ourselves seemingly happy on the outside. The problem is that the key to happiness is on the inside, right? We're all told that. That's why overdrinking is so unsatisfying. We seem like we're having a lot of fun, then the next day we're wiped out and there are negative consequences associated with that overdrinking. I had a conversation with Caitlin Paget about overdrinking and our relationship with alcohol in episode 15, and I'll link to that episode in the show notes to dinacataldo.com forward slash episode 17. Another way to figure out if you're buffering, notice if you're doing anything a lot. Before you even notice if it's having a negative impact on your life, just notice what you're doing a lot of. For instance, reaching for chips at a certain time of day, working late, reaching for your phone. I mean, we all have to raise our hands on this one here, right? Netflixing, jumping to one relationship to another without taking a beat. I've actually used the accountability roadmap I created to track this at times to figure out why I'm not hitting my goals. I'll link to that in the show notes, but You can just track your behavior on a notepad by writing out all the activities that you're doing daily, like working, eating, watching TV, spending time with family, napping, and just see how much time you're spending or how many times a day you're doing something. Once you've noticed behaviors you do a lot, then it's time to start asking questions. How would your life be different if you chose not to do that thing? Would you have more time to focus on a project that interests you? Would you have fewer feelings of guilt or anxiety? Would you be able to focus on a deep relationship where you can learn and grow as a human being? If you see that there are negative consequences to your behavior, then you're buffering. When you try to stop these buffering behaviors, though, you're going to notice withdrawals. Buffering is like a drug. It satisfies you temporarily, so we get a short-term dopamine hit to the brain, but it hurts us in the end. What happens when you stop buffering is that feelings come up, negative emotions that we've bottled up and don't want to look at. Avoiding these feelings is what's holding us back from growth in our lives. Once you notice the feelings that come up when you resist buffering, ask yourself why you feel that way. Another way to look at it is this. What are you getting out of the buffering behavior? Are you numbing out, avoiding a difficult conversation, avoiding rejection? You may feel hurt, lonely, like you're not good enough, bored. All the things you don't want to feel because we've been trained to be happy all the time, like it's bad to be unhappy. Well, I've got news for you. Everyone is unhappy sometimes. It's a normal feeling and it's okay. It's okay to feel the feelings that you're having. It's okay to feel unhappy. But why do you feel that way? Only you know the answer to that. That's why getting quiet, meditation, 
Those kinds of things are so important. You can listen to the voice inside you that knows the answer to that question. And we've talked about intuition in episode three with Candace Thomas, and she talks about how we can really get in touch with that intuition. So possible reasons you're feeling hurt, right? You were rejected when you were young. Maybe you have a story around that. You feel there's a badge of honor in being busy all the time. I'm actually doing a podcast on lessons learned from Brene Brown soon, and this was one thing I learned from her. Busyness is not a badge of honor. Maybe you feel that not to be doing something when you're bored is maybe unproductive or that you'll look like a loser if you don't look like you're busy when you're alone in a room. I mean, that's why it seems so many of us might reach for a phone, right? The reasons are endless. It's really up to you to figure out what rings true to you. How do we stop buffering? I used to believe that changing a habit meant that you had to replace that habit with something else, some other habit. Well, I don't believe that anymore. That's definitely something you can do. For example, instead of reaching for a bag of chips, you can take 10 deep breaths to recognize that you're buffering, then move on. Instead of reaching for chips, you can reach for something crunchy that's more healthy, but that really isn't satisfying because you're buffering to avoid your feelings. I mean, what I've come to realize is that we don't change unless we no longer believe we're the kind of person who does that thing. For example, I'm no longer the kind of person who runs away from difficult conversations. I'm the kind of person who wants to have the difficult conversation, even if it hurts. I'm the kind of person who respects my own boundaries and recognizes what I want is important. I didn't get there by replacing a buffering habit. I don't even know how I would do that. My buffering habit here, I think, was freezing up and pushing away negative feelings that came up by getting angry and reacting rather than listening and communicating my feelings. I would feel things that would come up like resentment, and I would ignore them. To change into the kind of person who communicates and listens, that takes practicing awareness. It takes daily work of recognizing how you're behaving. Yes, daily work. And in my case, I have worked on visualizations. And these visualizations have really helped me make myself into the person that I want to be. What that looks like for me, it goes back to the foundations of goal setting. What do I want? I want deep, meaningful relationships full of communication. I want a relationship with someone who puts me first. I want a successful seven-figure business that builds security and community. I want to help people. Then ask yourself, and I ask myself this, how does it feel to have what I want? Do I feel energized, joyful? I mean, I really feel it in my body, and this is important because that's the feeling that you want to have. It helps you recognize the feelings that you don't want. It helps build that awareness then who is the person that I need to be to have what I want? Well, I know I need to be communicative. I need to reach out to people to create connections. I need to be creative so I can create things for people. I need to live in integrity and give to people within my boundaries. I need to sell my services to people who need them. And then recognizing that I deserve what I want. 
And sometimes we have to say this to ourselves over and over because this is a block that a lot of us have, recognizing that we deserve what we want. Then once again, feeling in our body what it's like to have what we want and recognizing the powerful feelings of being aligned with our actions. And then rinse and repeat every single day. I mean, like I said, it takes work. This isn't something that happens overnight, but it starts with that awareness. So you can fill in the blanks with what I just went over with anything you want and don't have. Fitting into a dress, paying off debt, having a stronger relationship with your spouse. I like to say everything in the present tense like it's already happened. I think it tricks the brain into making it happen. And I've noticed it in my life. I think you'll notice it in yours. I'm going to make a checklist for everything that we talked about in that visualization and put it in the show notes at dinacataldo.com forward slash episode 17 in case you're driving or doing the dishes and can't take it down. I suggest putting it by your bedside and going through the process every night for at least 90 days. I'll make a 90-day grid for you too so you can track your progress. Okay, that's at dinacataldo.com forward slash episode 17. I notice that when I don't visualize, I'll fall off course. I mean, that's totally normal. We all have off days. The important thing is what you do next. In yoga, we teach that falling out of a pose is fine, but what do you do next? Do you give up? Where else is that showing up in your life? I mean, I could talk about how we show up for ourselves all day long. The important takeaway is building awareness of what you're doing and why you're doing it. Okay, so let's do a quick review, and then I want to talk to you about something else. Buffering is a temporary fix to a negative emotion. It creates a false sense of happiness that leads to a negative consequence. Most of us don't even know when we're doing it. Cultivate awareness of when you're buffering with meditation and recognizing when you're doing anything excessively. Then notice if your excessive behavior is having a negative consequence. Once you have awareness of your behavior, you may be able to find a healthy substitute for your behavior that's satisfying, but the problem is we usually can't, and we go back to buffering because that's just not how our brain works. So the next step is to become the kind of person who doesn't do that behavior. We do that by doing regular visualizations that include feeling into the person we want to be. We do this by asking, what do I want? How does it feel to have what I want? Really feeling it in our body because that's the feeling we want. It helps us recognize the feelings we don't want. Asking ourselves, who is the person I need to be to have what I want? Then recognizing that I deserve what I want. Then once again, feeling in our body what it's like to have what we want and recognizing that powerful feeling of being aligned with our actions. Just rinse and repeat. Again, I'm going to put the visualization checklist in the show notes. I know this is a lot. I'm also putting the meditations, accountability roadmap, and linking to Caitlin Paget's episode on alcohol there so you can get those there as well. I know this was a lot to take in. I know. My hope is that you'll go back and re-listen to this episode. I notice that the more I tune into a topic, the more I notice it showing up in my life. 
If you re-listen to this episode, you're likely going to start noticing more how buffering shows up in your life. The question really becomes, who do we want to be? Do we want to be the kind of person who allows ourselves to be a victim to buffering? Or do we want to be the kind of person who overcomes it to live the fulfilling life we're meant to live? That puts it in perspective, doesn't it? All right, before you go, I have something that I'm really excited to share. I'm starting a 16-week one-on-one coaching program with a select number of clients starting October 1st, 2018. In it, we'll talk more about buffering, goal setting, time management, and a lot more. I can't wait to get started. I think it's going to have a positive impact on the people I get to work with. And I don't have to tell you the importance of having a coach. You wouldn't be listening to this podcast if you didn't get value from learning. Imagine working one-on-one with me on topics like the one we talked about today. It's going to be so cool. If you want to learn more about it and see if we're a good fit for working together, let's schedule a discovery call. You can go to dinacataldo.com forward slash episode 17, and I will link to the discovery call there. Or you can go to dinacataldo.com forward slash discovery to schedule a time to talk. And if you haven't joined me on Instagram, you can DM me at dina.cataldo. That's been my favorite place on social media to hang out lately. I would love to hear from you. If you're on there later and you want to DM me for the link to scheduling a time to talk, we can do that too. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you have a great rest of your week and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Soul Roadmap. If you have a moment, I'd appreciate it if you'd subscribe, rate, and left an honest review on iTunes. I read every single review, so let me know what you want to hear more or less of, and I'll talk to you next week.